Welcome, everybody. The Mark Messier edition of Hat Trick Hockey. Ant here, as always, with my buddy Rob Sawyer. Rob, what's going on? Oh, you know, living the dream. And that Messier, he was a total beauty. Eh? Oh, man, I can't believe we're episode 11. Jeez, it's just flying. It's flying when you're having fun. What did yeah. you do this weekend? Oh, not really that much. I got into some whiskey. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah, just taking care of stuff, you know? <laughs> I, yeah. But I heard big news uh, on your part. Yes. Uh, big news this week on Wednesday. Uh, my like wife and I, Steph, we welcomed our third child into the world. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Her name is Zoe Leona. So The big Z. The big Z. So actually, on that note, we should probably do this before we go any further, eh? Oh, yeah. Cheers, bro. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. So, yeah. So, real quick, how that went down. Oh, hey, listen to, listen to that pour, everybody. That's cold. It's cold. <laughs> so, what happened is, so, she, was, uh, she wasn't, like, feeling very well uh, Tuesday night. She kind of threw up a couple times or whatever. So, then Wednesday morning rolled around, and uh, still the same thing. She was getting sick. So, I was like, what the hell's going on? Because she's had a great, like pregnancy for the most part like no sickness or anything so I didn't sleep very good on Tuesday night going into Wednesday so then she says to me she goes hey like listen I know you're gonna she's like you're gonna hate me right now but she's like I think we should go to the hospital because she's like I know you haven't slept but I'm like I'm not gonna argue with her I'm like let's go yeah so we go I call into work we go and then uh so we're at the hospital they're checking everything out well it turns out staff ends up she gets a cold Mm-hmm. right so she's going in there with a cold so automatically we're COVID. under we're, we're under covid right wow. so we were like on lockdown when we were in the hospital so the same nurse who was like who was with us was with us from the start like she didn't leave our room for the first little while because like they had to swab everybody and make sure everything was okay but anyways all those results were obviously all like negative perfect and then uh but anyway, so they're like, listen, we're going to wheel you down and we're going to do an ultrasound. So they wheel her down for an ultrasound. I have to stay in the room because all the COVID shit. Right. So I'm staying in the room and then I'm thinking like I was almost, almost asleep. And then the nurse, one of the nurse comes in and I like, I was thinking like, it's a fucking long time for an ultrasound. Like she was gone probably 45 minutes. So I'm like, this is something, like something's going on. Next thing you know, the nurse comes in the room. She goes, Hey, she goes, let's go. I said, what? <laughs> she goes, Let's go. You you guys are, you're going to have her now. I said, what? I Do you said, still think you're dreaming? Yeah. Like I said to her, my, my exact words, and I didn't even like my exact words were was, what the fuck happened? <laughs> right? So <laughs> that was my exact word. She laughed, but she's like, listen. So what happened is when she went in for the ultrasound, when she did it there, the uh, fluid around her, she didn't have a lot of fluid around her. So the doctors didn't like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he just thought that it was the best choice that do a, uh, what is it? C-section? Yeah. So, had to do one of those. I was fucking rattled, yeah. dude. Rattled. Because yeah. I've never, my freaking timing is so good when it comes to my kids. That I have, well, now I have three. I've only, I was only there for one. Right. Because my fucking timing is brutal. And Ethan came so quick and stuff like that. So, well, E was a surprise. Yeah, right? E was a surprise. Yeah. So 
So then he freaking so I'm there. And as soon as I got down near the operating room or whatever, there was, I don't know if she was a like social worker or something or whatever, but she was right on me. And she was like, listen, it's going to get crazy around here. Everybody's going to start running around. But yep. she's like, stay calm. Not even two seconds after she said that everybody's running around. I was fucking freaking out. Right. But I'm trying to stay calm because for staff, right. It's controlled chaos. Yeah. Right? It was nuts. So I go in there, long story short, too late. Yeah. The, <laughs> so they they did everything. Everybody turned out okay. We were in the hospital for a few days, but we were in the hospital from Wednesday till Saturday. But everybody's home now. Everybody's good now. But and, Steph, uh, Steph had to wait for the results to come back before she could even hold the baby. Eh? Yes. The, so we had her on Wednesday. I actually held her right off the right off the hop. That yep. was the one that I threw up there because I wanted to let everybody know, our fans know, because we're pretty like close with our fans so sure. let everybody know and then that was the only time that anybody held her besides a, a like nurse or something because we we're all under this covid stuff right so yeah that's crazy eh? it's yeah, different so, times now yeah so staff didn't get to hold her until she was till like well friday yeah so and then you guys come home saturday and then we came home saturday yeah, yeah. so everything's good everybody's great so it's going well well Tom and Marty or your mom and dad uh, helping out. Oh yeah. Everybody's, everybody's happy yeah. and everybody's healthy. And That's so awesome. everybody's doing great. One more addition to our family. Yeah. Total butte. Total butte. But anyway, so should we get to the hockey or what? Let's do it. So real quick off the hop, the first round of the draft will go October 6th. I just wanted to put that out there real yep. quick. Cause we are, everybody's wondering where this kid's going to go. We obviously know where he's going to go. Right. Um, as we move on here, that Radulov OT winner the other night. Snipe. Do you think? Wow. I couldn't believe it, the noise that it made off the bar. It moved the net. <laughs> like It was so dead. That that was a wrist shot, right? Yep. Like just pure wrist shot. It yep. wasn't a snapshot. He sniped. But did you see the way his stick opened up so yeah. that he could shoot the far side of the net? Yeah. Because you know, Leonard... Yeah. It's thinking it's coming short side, right? Yeah. Because he had that all tucked yeah. in. But he's a left-handed shot too, yeah. right? Yeah. He went cross, oh cross crease, right? I couldn't Fuck. believe it. it. was the It was literally the, he, that was probably the only freaking chance that he had of actually scoring yeah. from that angle was hitting that exact right. spot. Did you see his celly at the end? Oh, yeah. That's very sweet. Oh, he's a, I love that guy. He did a little Chi-Chi so Irigui and yeah. shoved the club back down yeah. the uh, shoot. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah, he's uh, the guy's an animal. Great shot. Yeah. Beautiful goal. Also, uh, so the did you know that the Leafs have 10 mil in cap space? I did not. Brian Burke was talking about that. I was watching him. I love that guy, man. He's yeah. a straight shooter. Yeah. <laughs> like... That's why I actually like him so much. He's the American Don Cherry. He is. He is. 100%. That's a great yeah. analogy. But he, uh, then he was saying, he's like, for next year, the Leafs had 10 million cap space. How did this become available? I don't know. Who did they get rid of? I that, don't know. Was that, I, was that getting rid of uh, Capitan? I think so, yeah. Really? So it opened up some space. So I don't know what they're going to do with it. But, yeah, Brian Burke, I was seeing a thing, and that's what it said, that the Leafs would have $10 million in cap space. And they're so. still talking about making some big moves. Uh, was it Simmons? Uh, yeah. They're also they're, interested yep, in? They're linked to him, but he the good part about him is he's going to come cheap. Yeah. Well, right? that's what they got to do, right? And he's also kind of made his money already, so if he took a league, like, 
minimum for a shot to win and come in and stuff, it probably wouldn't hurt him. This so. is the way I think about it. He's made his money, right? Yeah. He's made he's he's made he's, some bank. Oh yeah. So why not come to a team that you have a chance to win the Stanley Cup with? Mm. And I'm telling you, it would be the biggest thing in the last fifty years. You'd be a fucking legend if right. you win the cup though. hundred percent. Anybody and I'm saying like, listen, I'm I'm a freaking Wings fan. I hate the Leafs, obviously, but their window is closing. It is. You know what I mean? Like I would say if they don't win a cup within the next Three to four years, like something's going on here. I think uh, Dubas is getting feeling a little uh, tight he, in the collar. You oh, know what you, I mean? You like, think he's on the hot seat? I, I think so. I think so. You you've spent a lot of money on them four guys, you know, and 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 you can't get out of the but first fucking round. In a way, though, the four guys are doing their thing, though. Are they? They they can't get out of the first round. Well, yeah, but I mean, like during the year, they're scoring goals and stuff. Not enough. I know. You you built this team to score seven goals a game. Yeah. You yeah, know? that is true. You get shut out in your game in your your final game or didn't didn't they get shut out? I believe they two out of their three losses they got shut right. out. Right. So where's that? Yeah, yeah that's crazy. You know, man. You, I can't, you built this team that. to score goals. You know, your goalie is okay. Like he, that's the thing about him, man. He he makes some amazing saves and then there's that fucking weak one. Mm-hmm. That he lets in, and it just deflates the team. Yeah. Do you make a move in that? I don't know. I don't know. He's a I, great goalie. I honestly wouldn't. He's a great goalie. Is there better goalies out there? Maybe. Yeah. But how much is it going to cost you? Yeah. You know, like because I think we worked it out that he was making two points yeah. up a million. I don't think the problem's in that. I think your problem's on the fucking blue line. Yeah. It, I listen. If you get, I would say do this. Even if it's a million bucks, you get like Simmons for a million bucks. Let's say, mm-hmm. okay, and then you get uh, Gudis, yep. who's only a three point three five hit. And then you can take five six mil and put that on another defenseman. You got to be tougher. This team's got to be tougher. They're, 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 they need. Radko they're built Gudis. for the regular season. They are not built for the playoffs. And if you bring in Gudis and fucking Wayne Simmons, yeah. you're gonna get tougher. And look at the last four teams left in the in the playoffs. They're all got tough is, guys. Is uh, Clifford a free agent or is he still? With I the don't Leafs? know. I'm I'd sign sure. him too. I would sign him too. He doesn't hurt your team. Put him on a line he can with play the Wayne game. fucking Simmons and someone else. And him, you want to know who would be the perfect centerman? Jason Spezza with them. Oh, yeah. Right? That would be a grind line. You know what I and mean? Spezza would end up being the yeah. toughest guy and, on the line. And just, <laughs> yeah, just let him go out there and fucking yeah. bang it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you know those guys are going to go to the net. But you could put you could put Simmons on a line with Marner and, and Matthews and put Simmons in front of the net. Yeah, you could. He's a big boy. So, yeah. Uh, he's not going to hurt your team. And if he's only making, you know what I mean, like you said, a million dollars or league minimum, yeah. I'm taking yeah. him in a heartbeat. I, I, but they, they had the opportunity to do this before the playoffs, too, mm. and they didn't take him. Yeah, and I, I was very disappointed. Yeah, I mean, they probably want him on a full year, though, right? Well, a lot of teams, you you got you got to build for what you need for the oh, playoffs, yeah, right? I know. So, Someone I'm dropped the ball him. there. Oh, yeah. I would take him. 100%. Braden Point. Fucking stud. Jesus. What a beautiful. <laughs> Holy crow. Man. man. Like, he, he's probably the best forward. And it, it, well, the the best hockey player in the NHL right now. Yeah. Oh, I would I would agree right now. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just hot right now, man. And then he got hurt, but he's back mm-hmm. tonight. You know, and yeah. we got the game on right now. It's yeah. like five o'clock. 
Sunday, and it's two one Tampa Bay. Yeah. And he's and he's already got an assist in the game. See. So you know what I mean. He's just a guy you cannot lose. Also, speaking of the lightning, that horn blowing there, eh? I never saw that because you know, like usually they'll play to the whistle. I don't understand. It was the first time I ever saw it. Like when they scored the goal. Usually they do play till the whistle and then they'll hit the horn. Right. To be like, hey, you should come over here and take a look at it. Yeah. You got you. Well, you got to go back and, and yeah. check if it was a goal or not, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I I didn't understand that, but. Weren't you? Were we talking about it? And you said something about in the last. Five I think minutes? if it is, I, I now don't. I could be wrong, but I'm. I'm not sure, but I we think, don't fact check. Yeah, we anything. don't. Yeah, we don't fact check. This is just from what I can remember. But I think if it's under five minutes now, like a new rule that they'll automatically review something that's close like that. Yep. Especially, it makes sense. Especially in the playoffs. But here's the thing. So so why wouldn't you do this all the time? Because regular, well, regular season games, I don't want to say don't have a lot of meeting because some of them do. But, but you have the guys in Toronto that yeah. are looking at this goal already. Yeah. So instead of, what, what happens if somebody gets hurt during the time that doesn't even count? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like what, it, Maybe it, that's why they did it. Did they stop it in the middle of, of the, the play? play. That's yeah. probably why they did it right. then. You're probably right. You're probably exactly right because so this way no one gets hurt over something fucking stupid. Right, because there's there's, yeah. there's times that you've seen a, that a, a game go on for another four minutes. Yeah, and you know what? What, what and what happens if the other team scores? Then it doesn't matter. It right, goes back. it goes back to <laughs> yeah. the first goal. Yeah. So why not nip it in the butt? Yeah. You got the guys in Toronto that if if they think it's in, you know what? Blow the yeah. horn, stop the game. Hundred percent, I agree, man. Uh, another thing, Cal Clutterbuck. Did you see him block that shot? In a fucking 4-1 game. In a 4-1 game. Animal. I can't believe that. Like, that's just the true epitome of a hockey player. That's hurt, man. Stud. I would not. Jesus. Right. And I mean, a total fucking slap shot. Yeah. And you're just dropping down in front of it. Mm. And then hobble off the ice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I I can't get over that. But. Not my cup. It is where it is. You're in the playoffs. It's, it's. Yeah. All or nothing now, yeah, right? I agree, man. You're 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 one team away from going to the Stanley Cup. Right? Yeah, and they're playing like some good teams too, yeah. man. Well, the, all four teams left are mm-hmm. good teams, except for the fucking Islanders. Yeah. You said you had something on Team Canada. What yeah, you- I want to know who you think would be the best coach. To coach Team Canada. Well, one, you could choose any of the four that are still yeah. alive right now because yeah. they're all from Canada. Yeah. Um, Who would you pick, though? I'd probably pick uh, Barry Trotz. I'd go Trotz, too. Just because look what he's done. Yeah, with that team. Right? But is he going to put the Islanders on the Olympic team? You know what I mean? Like Only is, the ones that should be. No, 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 no. I don't mean the players. Yeah. I mean, is he going to play that style? Oh, why wouldn't you? Because I don't want to watch it. Well... Actually, you wouldn't have to with with that roster. You don't even have to have a coach. Yeah, yeah you, these I guys know. can make their own lines no, and I fucking know. wheel and deal, right? <laughs> no, I know, but I'm saying though, but you wouldn't have to play that kind of style with Team Canada because you look at all the players you got. Right, it's like an all star team. You oh, can yeah. do whatever the fuck you want. Well, remember we went through the, the yeah, lineup. The, yeah, the lineup like, was ridiculous. Your third line is is Tavares and Stone yeah. and Marner's on the third line or something <laughs> stupid. Like, yeah, it was so crazy. Awesome. Um, we're, we're, we're we're very lucky to have the players. That oh we my. Have. Yeah, we are. Canada just kicks ass. Straight up. Straight up. 
Well, should we uh, flip it over to our interview or what? Absolutely. Got a, Such a great time with this guy. Oh, he was a great interview too. I can't wait to get him um, back too. So we'll uh, flip it over to him. This is the Essex 73's head coach. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Danny Anger. Roll it. Are you looking to hire a photographer? Check out Windsor's own Melissa Fay Photography. With affordable and professional services ranging from lifestyle newborn to weddings and any of life's important events in between. Mention Hot Trick Hockey and enjoy 10% off any service. Find her on social media as Melissa Fay Photography. Next guy we have on here spent two years in the O with the Sarnia Sting, then went on to play three years at the U right here in Windsor. He now serves as the current head coach of our Essex 73s. Let's give a big hat trick hockey welcome to Mr. Danny Anger. Danny, how are you doing? Good, boys. Thanks for having me out. I appreciate it. So uh, right off the hop here, who'd you sign? Uh, so we we signed uh, Carson Bugley tonight. That was the uh, the big signing at 8 o'clock. So where is he out of? So he's out of uh, Lakeshore. Lives, uh, lives right in Pews. Oh, nice. The local boy, kind of, yeah. Yeah. I like the local. His dad yeah. was uh, Essex alumni. He was uh, he was our 16-year-old last year. Oh, wow, that's fantastic. Really good kid. Okay, so where did you play minor hockey at? You, did you play here in town? Yeah, so I, uh, I'm from Woodsley, so my dad had the choice to go Sorry. to... I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I get it all the time. So I had the choice to go to uh, to play for Essex or for Bell River, and my dad had a friend who's, uh, whose son was playing in Bell River at the time, so he brought me out there, and I think I played two years house league, played uh, two years travel, and then... The rest of my years were in Sun County. I crushed House League. Yeah. <laughs> you should see my toe drag. I didn't know the toe drag was actually with the stick. I thought it was like, remember how you used to slow down <laughs> yeah. and drag your toe? I thought that was the toe drag. Yeah, I was, uh, I think I was six feet tall in, in uh, squirts, so I haven't grown since squirts. Jeez, right. been this big. Jeez. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, not when you don't do it. So, <laughs> how old were you when you started with Sun County? So I started Sun County the the very first year. It would have been our out of minor year. Uh, I think you start around eight, eight or nine. So I, I stayed in Sun County up with my own age group up until being a minor, and then I played up with the eighty sevens. Now, for our fans that don't uh, know where Sun County is, where's Sun County? So Sun County is uh, the local area talent um, outside of LaSalle and Windsor. Oh, okay, that one's for me. Anyways, what was the old name of that team? Was it? Talbot back in the day? Talbot Trailblazers or something like that, wasn't it? So I, I know that Wellwood's old man, DJ Smith's old man, um, Mark Cadot, there was a whole bunch of guys whose parents created uh, a AAA league because I think they all played out of the union, oh, okay, um, yeah. Windsor, whatever that union team was. Um, so they created a AAA team and they ended up competing uh, over in the States. I, I thought they started as Sun County, but they, it was the spring hockey team that was called the, the Trailblazers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah now I think you're right. I, I have no idea. But that team was exceptional. Like Steve Ott, Hildebrand, Smitty, Mark Adott, Like they, they were really good. So their parents were so uh, like 
their kids were so good that they end up creating their own league. Yeah, the, the parents were pretty progressive in in um and they're pretty much the ones that established AAA in this area because uh when I first started Sun County, we were in the Maha and we ended up playing in the states and um. I think it was about three or four years after that we ended up coming back to Canada, but they were the ones that that kind of started us in this road league in in, in the states, wow, that's awesome. um, which is great. Now you said you had a little bit of a incident when you were playing in Sun <laughs> County. You want to fill us in on that? Yeah, uh, so it was probably where I I started to get my uh, my knack for fighting. We were we were playing <laughs> Illinois, and uh, when I was on the '88 team, it was our first year out of minor. We were in Chicago. And I can't remember if we were playing. Um, TI or the Young Americans, um, but th this game was really dirty. They were slashing us. They like I, I think at one point we probably had ten guys in the box, and uh, and our coach was Greg McDonough. I don't know if you guys know Greg McDonough, but he he was the old general manager of the Lakeshore Canadians um, before they were sold to um, their current owners, and he was also the uh, GM in Tilbury. Uh, so, anyways, he he knew. Um, what the game was about and he knew that fighting had to be a part of the game so at one point you know we were eight years old and he said you know what next time somebody does something just two-hand them oh, so uh so the game got out of control all i remember is a kid jumped on me uh i was getting fists in the face my helmet was off and the ref was standing over top of me not doing anything um you know and at that age it is traumatizing to get yeah. fed like that you <laughs> so all of a sudden i just i saw the light i thought i was dead and uh i look up and and my mom is on the ice throwing the ref around <laughs> so i swear to god my mom is on the fucking ice she is uh, like squaring up with the ref like chucking him like throwing him with the ref moss on the fucking yeah. helmet let's go patty lomas <laughs> yeah. dad is oh, uh God. is on the ice like i there were there was probably five parents on the ice oh, um but i just remembered like my mom throwing the ref around and That's we ended right. up having to get a police escort uh out of chicago back to the uh to the border oh, and um God. you know my dad was not happy with my mom that how day. many people get to say that i got a police escort out of chicago out of chicago how yeah. many guys get old. to say my mom squared off with a fucking ref <laughs> yeah <laughs> right how many guys get yeah like to I, I like i had a couple square off tilts in the o and uh, like I still think my mom's would be mine all day, all day. <laughs> so your mom taught you how to fight. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. That French blood. Um, Rob, do you have anything pre OHL? Because I'm about to start asking them OHL stuff. Oh no, you can ask him wherever you want. Oh okay. So you were there for two years in Sarnia, right? Two years in Sarnia. Yeah. So how old were you when you went there? So I went to Sarnia in uh, my 16 year old year. I didn't make it. I came back. I played uh, for Tecumseh Chiefs. Um, and it was, it was the right thing. It was, it was the right thing for me to come back. Yeah. Um, I probably wasn't, I was ready physically. Um, but my skating probably wasn't there. Um, and Sarnia was going through some tough times. Like they, all, they had a lot of hazing problems that year. Um, not saying that, you know, I would have been, uh, the one that was being abused, but it was probably the best thing to come back to come to come see. Yeah. I learned a lot. I played with some great kids. Mickey Reno was my line mate that year. We, we did really well as rookies. And then the next year, both of us went to uh, onto the OHL. So um, Kevin Hamlin was our GM. Uh, Kevin Hamlin is a legend in junior B and uh, Hammer. Yeah, no, sorry, not Kevin Hamlin. Sorry, Kevin uh, McIntosh. Not him. There you go, Hammer. Yeah, a little name drop for you. <laughs> yeah. Kevin so, McIntosh. Still on here, Hammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
He hasn't he hasn't responded to you guys yet? Oh no, we'll get him. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. He's got some good stories too. Did you ever fight much in the O or Yeah, I think uh you know what? My fighting started in AAA. I, I remember um, distinctively there was this one game. I played up in age group for two years. And at that time, the only way to gain respect was to fight, especially yeah. when you're the younger kid. Because you were 11 and you were six feet. Yeah. yeah I was six feet at six, right? <laughs> <laughs> Full beard, shaven. That, that's yeah. actually what I was just about to say when he was doing the thing there, telling me uh, when he was over in... Chicago, Chicago yeah. I was just going to say, well, how are you getting your ass kicked when you're six foot, when you're eight years old? Yeah, they're beating up a dad on yeah. the ice right now. <laughs> I was the one driving the bus to the border. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, man. Uh, no, ahead. no, Go all good, all good. So, like, I, I fought a lot uh, in AAA, and, uh, and to be honest, like, with my size, it, it created a lot of room for myself. Like, no one no one messed with me at that, that age. Um, Jamie Clee was probably the only guy that that would have uh, yeah, but Jamie ever Clee's had a good a one. Fucking he's an monster animal. Too. Animal. Is he? Oh, oh yeah. He's, animal. Ar- he's he already agreed to come on. He played for Saginaw. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a good player, man. Great player. He's a great guy, too. Big, so, de- big defenseman. Jamie was our defenseman, uh, was a defenseman on that team. And, you know, like, our team was so good because no one screwed with us because we were so tough. Josh Beaulieu played for London Knights. Like, he was tough as nails, too. And uh, we got Denny Purdy coming on. Denny Purdy? Yeah. Older, like he's older, yeah, right? Yeah, nights. way up. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think I trained his nephew, so I I, I know the pretty. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then it just led. The problem is, is once you start fighting, one you can't stop because yeah. it's so addicting. Two, you get girls. Like tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> like girls. tattoos. Yeah. Like tattoos. <laughs> um. And and people like expect you to fight now. Like, yeah. Like so, if there's you know, any problems on the ice or you need a momentum swing, like, yeah. angs, you're up, man. It's, that's the toughest thing. And it's funny how you just know, like, well, I guess I'm going to work here. Well, you, <laughs> like, you, you know, know your role. You know like, your role. But, but can I ask you this? Um, at any point did a coach ever say, and we're not going to drop names of coaches, did they say, hey, yeah. give me the top. All the time. You got to go. All the time. All the time. Yeah. yeah you know what? In, in, um, in it was Tecumseh, a different era. Yeah. In, in Tecumseh, oh, yeah. I was, you know, they – we had a bunch of tough guys, right? So the only way to gain respect and honestly to gain ice time was to, to turn your coach's eye, right? So yeah. um, starting in Tecumseh and then, you know, Sarnia's at our games scouting. So now they know that I can fight. So the next year we come in and they, you know, Carcillo's gone, um, Hekimovic's gone. Uh, you know, we had probably the toughest team and now there's me and Cody Musselman are two rookies uh, and you're expected to fight as rookies, right. middleweight rookies. And, um, yeah, you get the tap all the time. You know, it, it's a different era because, you know, you tell a kid to go hit now and they don't even know what you're talking about, uh-huh. right? 100%. Where, you know, I, I think it was ingrained, you know, from our parents and from our coaches that you, this is the way that you play. Because that's the era that they grew up in, your parents. Exactly. And now, because you you look at the, and, and not to get off your topic, no, but no, no. you look at the Toronto Maple Leafs right now, and their biggest problem is – Hitting. Yep. They can't even do it. You know what I mean? Like they have Clifford. When they when when you look back way back when and they had all these tough guys. Like Wendell Clark and them. Well, you look at Mike Felino and you look at like Gary Roberts and you look at you know, all the all those guys played hockey well, and yeah. all of them could fight. You know, every single one. Yeah, Darcy now, Tucker. Yeah, because like 
nowadays you're either you score or you hit or you fight like there's not like back then there was just guys that they could do everything they could hit they could score they could right. fight and how, could, yeah. how would you you not don't get those want, guys nowadays right but how would you not want a team that what you did score goals put the puck in the net and bury guys in a corner and, and not build a team on that. Or two. Sure, <laughs> like, you know what I mean. Like yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense where hockey's going right now. You know, we could put. They could put all the European teams, like the KHL. It's supposed to be the second best. You know, next to the NHL, yep, right? Yep. You could put that on TV. Who's gonna watch it? It's just a bunch of fast guys skating around. Oh, moms and sisters might watch it. Yeah. But us. That all grew up playing hockey. Yeah, we want you know, to see the fucking... Knowing a bang when you... Yeah. yeah and you knew you felt good fight. when you yeah. hit somebody, right? Yeah. I, I think the toughest thing about it is is there's um, there's this persona with fighting now that, you know, you're a goon or you're um, going so far against the rules that uh, no one's going to respect you. But that's how you gained respect back in the day, So you right? got room. Like you... How you got room. Exactly. Like now... You know, somebody runs somebody on our team, and like nothing's done. Right, right? It, it, it's tough, and it's not. It, if I went and ran somebody, I was turning around because I knew somebody. Somebody's coming. Fight. Like I, I expected it. Hundred percent. Right? Like, and I respected it that a guy was going to try yep. to fight me. I deserved it. Yeah. And now it's not like that. So that's how right. hockey's changed, though. Too right. Like you but can't why? do that. Why? Shit why? Nowadays. Why do you think hockey's changed like that? It, it's what is hockey's, it? Benef- what is it benefiting? You have football that. You smash people in the mouth. You now they're getting away from the headshots, and I totally agree with getting away from shoulder to the head, Scott Stevens. Yep. You know, like that kind of hockey. No, that I, guy I totally, I totally agree with that. But you got Brad Marchand licking somebody's face. How did you you lick Gary Roberts' face? You have no front teeth. You know what I mean? And you're like, a beaver because yep. you get cross checked. Right, because he, he you're make you eating wood. And that's and that's what, that, that's <laughs> that's the way it's going to be. Hundred percent. And you know what? I do respect. Like you see a guy like uh, Kachuk. Like he's probably the biggest pest in the league, and, and one of the guys that you know plays on that edge, that hockey, that the way hockey should be played. And he backs it up. Like and he does. He fought Cassian. He fought Perry the other night. Like you that was know, a good one. It he, was a great. Fight. He plays just like his dad. Absolutely right. And, you know, and I respect. And could you imagine a whole team of Kachuks? I'd love it. You would. You would win. You would have a dynasty. Yeah, that was like Boston. All Boston won all Even his brother's yeah. good too. His brother's good in Ottawa. There, but Brady. not a, not a scrapper like 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 he is. Have you yeah. seen the highlights? Yeah, it's always fighting. He even said he's <laughs> like, "Well, if me and my brother went at it, I, I'd kick his ass." Which one? The one from Calgary. That he would beat the other one. Yeah. Well, his dad says that the other one would win. Well. His dad says His Brady dad would said win. that, but the brother said yeah, that. I, I would <laughs> like to. I'd like to see him do it. I'm not gonna lie. Two brothers going out like with. Could you imagine when? Remember when uh, the, Wes the, McCauley? The Bens fought each other, didn't they? I think the Bens no, fought it each was other. the Primos that fought each Primos, other. Primos, yeah, and the, the, the mom was the, like, the, the Hunters. The Bens too, were like mocking it up. A yeah, bit. yeah. The Hunters did too. Did they? Well, yeah. yeah those guys are insane. Well, there's like eight of them, right? So or, <laughs> or four, whatever. Yeah. Okay, we're way off topic though. What were we it's talking about? Like that. Just entering, like, oh yeah, just fighting in general. Yeah, but the game. I think now too, like back in the day too, like mitts down. What's the next thing you did? Helmet off. Right. Yeah. Now, yeah, now, now if you do that, off. you get. They don't let you fight. No. And you get. Well, you gotta go to the bench. I had a fight. You get excessive. A thing like you can't. Yeah. Fight now. That like was that. like my era was the like. So you look at the 
maybe 10 years before me was all the, like, you only fought when something wrong in the game happened. Um, or, like, the two heavyweights went at it, but the the three or four years leading into the O, that's when guys started staging fights. So when I went into Windsor, I knew I was going to fight MacArthur or Baldwin every single time I went into Windsor. Um, Baldy would be a good guy to get on here. He probably has some Ryan Baldwin. He's a fighter for... Shut up, Baldwin. I yeah. will. I'll, I'll talk to him. Message us. But, uh, you know... The best fights that I had were the fights where it wasn't staged and, you know, it was just, you're mad at them. And I remember, (laughs) this is a good story. I remember in Sarnia, we had, uh, Brandon Machinter was one of the toughest guys in the league. He was a good friend of mine and he cross-checked me in camp and I spun around. Uh, I spun around and we, uh, we, we fought and he fell on top of me and I was knocked out. And I remember Mash was shaking me. Hey, Hans, I definitely had a concussion. So I'm back on the bench. I'm putting my sweater on. I was I think I was shirtless at that time. Um, and Matt Martin goes and runs Ryan Wilson from behind, like cleans his clock. Willie was out for a couple of weeks. So Marty's skating back to the bench, and I'm already on the ice waiting for him as we meet on the benches. So I just jumped, and, like, we, we went right at the bench. You fought Matt Martin? Well, it, it trust me, it wasn't the Matt Martin that – now, like, Marty's probably put on 100 pounds of pure muscle. Oh, okay. Like, Marty was a, you know, yeah. a string bean at that Tall, time. Skinny, but lanky kid. But still, he's doing the same fucking role. Same yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> same fucking thing. And you know what? It, 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 Matt Martin shouldn't have probably made that team on skill. But fuck, man, that kid, like, to go out and run the captain, like, one of the best in the league from behind. Yeah. He instantly got signed that day. And then he fights me, who was, I was a decent fighter at that time, right? And he's a stud now, eh? He is, yeah. He's a stud. Stud. I, I, I wish Toronto he's more of a all he's more of an all around player, huh? and, and he, he a lot of those fighters now have turned into an all around player. He will which not is nice to see. Cassian, same thing, playing on a line with fucking yeah. Connor McDavid, man. The best thing he can do is go just sit right out front and let like, Connor fucking buzz around and just tap in. Just happens. The year Matt Martin got drafted out of Sarnia, he was on Steve Stamkos's line, and everyone says that you know Stammer got Marty drafted. Marty made space for Stammer. Stammer had sure. 50 goals that year, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, Marty had 35, I think, 30, whatever he had. Mm-hmm. You know, he's had some shit. That's, luck too, that's that um, I, I want to say that that's like stat guy saying he got him on that. Well, no, he would have not had that room yeah. to score 50 goals if yeah. Martin wouldn't have got that, that line, without right? him. And Marty it, was it's smart. Sad. It's it, sad. What do you do? You give. The puck to Stamkos and you go to the net. Right. You score goals. Right. Now, now let's Anybody let's just say, would you rather watch a league like so? Remember they used to have the WH, WHA, and you have the NHL. So if they took all the um, Keith Kachucks and put them in one league, and you had all the Connor McDavid's and you put them in one league, what would you watch? Lots of guys are going to be the That's tough. Connor McDavid's not a good example because, so I'll give you, like, so my dad and I, my dad will always text me when we're watching hockey and he'll always message me and say, hey, there's a fight on. So, like, you know, obviously we're waiting for fights. We still, you sure. know, it's exciting to see Everybody fights. Does. They're not that good anymore. Like, actually, to be honest, the last two fights with Perry and Kachuk and that Spezza fight was really good too. It was oh, awesome. I right? loved like, it. It was, was old school. That, it was so uh, old school. Ferland and somebody else too had a good one. The oh Minnesota series, yep. they were fucking both yep. leaking. Yeah, that there there's been some um but like some said, nice but I, I would probably have 
Like there needs to be fight. There needs to be some aggressive. They need to take the, the third man yeah. out or third man in out. Yeah, take you out the fucking I mean? man. That like uh, instigator. Sorry, I couldn't think of it at right. first. Is the fucking worst rule in it hockey. Is. It is. You won't see. You won't see your best players getting run anymore. No, you won't. Because you're gonna no. have a Ryan Reeves, you know, barreling down on a hundred percent. And there's gonna be more of Ryan Reeves in there. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so you got like. You look at Toronto, look at all the skill players in there, and they got Clifford. And, and that's it. You know what I mean? Before, you had that much talent yeah, on the team. You, you, right. You had that much on, uh, much talent on the team. You had three or four tough guys. That one of those tough guys could play on every single line. That, that's why I think... Um, that's why I think... Oh, I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I think they're... Uh, like the Islanders are so effective because they have that fourth line. They do. Like, you know, they have Sezikis, who's tough, Clutterbuck, who's tough, and he's a fucking loser, but he's tough. And Matt Martin, like, they're effective, right? Which one did you say? Clutterbuck. Why, why do you think he's you... Oh, I just, like, I played against him. He was in, I think he was in St. Mike's, but he was just <laughs> the same loser as you see in the NHL, like, would run around, be a pest, and would never, like, fight. never fight. Just, But he's effective, right? Yeah. Well, he's got... Matt Martin now, doesn't he? So why the fuck did you want to fight? Yeah. <laughs> I, I Martin. Just, I just, Martin. I just love Matt Martin. I do. Like, he... For this era now, he's my Wendell Clark. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but... It, 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 there's a big difference between those two. You know what I mean? I actually would probably put Kachuk. I think Kachuk is probably almost identical to a Wendell Clark. No, pretty pretty which yeah, Kachuk? Fairly. Calgary. I don't know their fucking names. Like I know, yeah, Brad, I think I Brady's either. in Matthew. Matthew, Matthew, yeah. And Brady's the one. He's in. He's in Ottawa. I was kind of hoping Edmonton. I know it would have been a long shot. Edmonton and Calgary would have matched up because what a series that would have been. Oh, I know. Like Cassian beat his wheels off. That would have been. I said that to you and like a for few him to stand up to ago. Cassian. For him to throw two fucking hits like that on the blind side to Cassian is fucking nuts. And, then, and well, then, then what? Cassian gets suspended because he fucking ragdolls him. Oh, yeah, but he answered the bell. Not the, to, fir- not the first game. Well, second game. Because he's not going to get. He's going to do it on his turn. No, but he laughed at him and said, "Look, at we scored on the power yeah. play. Like, come yeah. on." That is the toughest thing with you know the position Kachuk's in. It's not smart. It's fucking. Yeah, you're a rat. You know I mean? You're a rat. It's true. You're a rat. Dude, Marshan's way more of a fucking rat than. We're not talking about Marshan. I know, but I'm just saying, though, if you want to talk rats and fucking yeah. hockey, then Marshan's I way know, worse. But I'm, I'm, you want to go after a tough guy, and you go after the tough guy, and then you don't expect to answer the bell. But at least he's hitting the tough guy, though. He's not hitting that fucking skilled guy, though. You have to give him that. He's hitting somebody that's going to fight. I don't give him shit. I don't give him shit. Hey, you'd love to see him in fucking blue and white. Well, I'd love to see everybody in blue and white. <laughs> I know you. Yeah, yeah, Marshawn, it's a wagon. Jump on. Yeah. It's a wagon. That's Rob's thing. Jump on. We're going to make a shirt with that. <laughs> fucking wagon shirt. Fucking guy. So, okay, let, let's let's deter away from uh, fighting. How did you get the 73s job? Um, so, to be honest, I, I think I interview really well. That could have been, you know, the main reason why I got it. They were probably blinded by how good my interview was. Um, no, I, I, I coached Sun County for nine years. We were really successful. I had a really successful uh, 99 team. DP was on the team. Jackson Nico. We, we did really, really well. And then I got this 2005 team um, 
that was exceptional. And we ended up winning the OHF championship, which is unheard of for a team in this area to win. Like normally it's a Toronto team. Right. Um, excuse me. So a lot of the 73 brass were there watching that tournament. And uh, I, I know that uh, Giller was. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, buddy. Rob's just. <laughs> crushing beers. Oh man, he's starting to drink an OV and it's drinking the OVs and they're getting yeah. to it. It's I not in a my glass. Mind. See, that's why I didn't do it. It's I not in a glass. Too. Huh? I, I, beer, less, less gas in a glass. That's, I never heard that. That's good. Not yeah. in a glass. Out your ass. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, man. Go no, ahead. No, no, no. So we, we, uh, after we won the championship, our team was in the dressing room. Uh, in the threes dressing room, they were kind enough to let us uh, use it. And I approached Steve Caldwell, and I, I heard at the time, um, I, again, I don't know the exact timeline, but I don't know if Gil was not coming back or Gil, they hadn't announced that Gil was going to come in and coach. I said, if you know, if you're looking for anyone, you know, I'd be interested in the position. Um, and, you know, just brushing off like this kid just won a championship. He's fucking on cloud 10, whatever. He, he didn't take any... Uh, he didn't believe me. So anyways, Gil coached that year. I coached Sun County for one more year. We had another successful year. And then uh, he approached me and said, hey, you should put in a resume, an interview with us. We're, we're looking for a new coach. Um, so it, it pretty much happened out of luck, I would say. Like I was in the right place at the right time. Because I, I, I wouldn't have known to apply if I didn't, uh, wasn't coaching Sun County and I wasn't in the dressing room. So what kind of question did they ask you? Um, so <laughs> most of the questions like coaching philosophy, um, you know, do you, do you plan on changing anything with the team? And at that time I watched them a little bit, but you know, it, it wasn't extensive. So I didn't know the makeup of the team. I knew that they'd been successful for the last couple of years. Um, I know that they didn't recruit a lot, so I knew that that was going to be a problem. And I was just straight up with them. I said, next year is probably going to be a developing year. If I come in, like I, I, I have to take young players. Yeah. Um, I didn't like Essex's model at the time where they were consistently buying players and they were trying to win championships with bought players from uh, from Junior B. They're drop that down players. Are we going to have to take this out because you're saying they bought players? No, 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 no. The London Knights? No, no, fuck no. No, I mean, like they, they, uh, (laughs) we're not not paying players, but uh, buying players' rights from junior B B drop downs. Um, And and I don't believe in that model. Like I'm I'm a good enough skill coach and a good enough coach to to develop from within. So I totally changed the model and I think we brought in 11 new recruits. Whoa. 10 new recruits like we had 10 10 rookies last year some between eight and ten rookies my number's changing every fucking second. i i don't know what it is whatever um, rookie. so so the mindset was we were going to be young and we were going to develop and we were going to have this model um that uh that we would have players or try and have players for five years rather than bringing in players for one or one and a half years and trying to win championships right you don't build culture you don't you don't have an opportunity to see players develop. Um, and, and I wasn't going to be a part of an organization. And I kind of laid it onto them where I said, if, if you want to win championships, this is what you have to change. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that Steve Caldwell trusted me at that time to uh, to move ahead with that model. You know, at times, the town of Essex and the executives probably weren't happy with the product that was on the ice. But these kids were rookies, you know, yeah. right? Like their first first year in junior season, they're, they're learning the league. They're learning how to how to compete every night, you know. 
there. Um, we we did the right thing last year, and it, it's going to show in the next you know three to five years how good this team actually is going to be. Now, awesome. last year was your first year here. Last right? year, my first year. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. So so being a thug <laughs> on the ice. Yeah. Are you looking for that kind of team on the ice? You know what? The game's changed. I, uh, I, to be honest, I tried. I, I know the history of Junior C, and I never played it, so I, I didn't. I didn't understand the league. So last year was a it was a learning curve for me. Yeah. Because uh, I tried to coach like that, you know, and, and it, it's not that league. This league is way more skilled than people give it credit for. Oh, hundred percent. Um, you know, there's. There's five or six players on my team I know right now, probably more that should be playing junior B or higher. Um, and uh, and I, the biggest challenge for me was learning how to motivate these players because you know some of these guys they're just playing to win a championship. They're not playing to move to uh, NCAA scholarships or the OHL. Um, so that that was the biggest challenge was getting these players to be motivated and wanting to come to the rink and, and wanting to win every single night. And I think that the nucleus that we have is, is something special. Like, you know, we have some 2001s in to 2003s that are, they're, they're going to carry this team to multiple championships. I think 2003, man, I graduated high school in fucking Missouri. Who's your toughest guy on the team? That's what I was just going to ask. So literally you took the words toughest out of guy? my mouth. Danny no. <laughs> no, no, no. I love it. I love it. You kids want to shout at the champ. Yeah. No, 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 no. We uh, <laughs> see. We we did that. We brought in a you know a tough guy last year, uh, Evan Prince. I, I don't want to say tough because he's a really good kid and um, he's just known around the league for being a tough guy. Um, and in you know, he didn't have to use his toughness because everybody knew that he was tough. You stay away. Right. So, um, you know, and I, I that changed uh, from previous years too, because there was always, there'd always be that young kid that would want to be the Shot. toughest guy. Right. And, and yeah. that's not like that anymore. Right. So um, Evan's a tough kid, but there's, you know, now I think you, you judge toughness on how hard you want to work. Are you going to be that pussy that's, you know, gives up the, the puck on the half wall because you don't want to get hit. So instead of saying, oh, a, a, yeah, yeah, instead of saying that, you know, a tough guy is, <laughs> we, not we, tough guy. he won't be coming on our podcast. No. Oh man, not worried about yeah. that. So you know, instead of you know judging toughness on you know how how tough you are in fighting, you got to look for other things, right? And right. I think we have the right guys that that are are mentally tough and physically tough when it comes to you know hitting and forechecking and stuff like that. Is there any certain way that you want to see them play? Yeah, I know the way your GM does. Yeah. yeah, but I, you know what, I ask everybody that though because I always want to know Absolutely. like how do you like how do you want them to play? Do you want them? Well, obviously you want them to be good, but like, do you want them to hit a lot? Do you want them to play more in their like not more in their end, but more like concentrated in their own end, or like how is how do you want them to play? I to be it's not the best model because they're knocked out of the playoffs right away, but like the Maple Leafs. I, I think if they did have a more physical team, they would have been more successful with their system systematically. Mm -hmm. They're they're spot on. Um, I, I I want our team to be aggressive all over the ice. Um, last year we we had to kind of scale the aggressiveness back um, because we were so young and they, they didn't really understand. Yeah, you know, like an early take. Getting out or, of position. Exactly, yeah. like, especially like defensively, like being aggressive on the defensive side of the puck is extremely hard to do. Yeah. Um. So. And I think having players for multiple years will help me teach them 
those things. So just being aggressive all over the ice, you know, whether that's a four check or neutral zone four check, even your D zone, you know, don't sit back. We have excellent goalies in Essex. And, uh, you know, last year we had to play a conservative D zone when, you know, it, it's not something that I want to play. I want to, I want to have possession. Who there's a big controversy there because Jamie likes, uh, he's, he's very, and you know what, we're going to compliment each other. And then that's what Mike said as right well. Now. And that's what Jamie said as Just well. Just play the left wing walk. Yep. Well, no, I, yeah. I, I think Jamie. If you want to watch paint fucking dry, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like I said, let's move to New Jersey and watch that. Yeah, well, yeah that's like, not the style. I don't want, yeah. no. what, do, what do you? Let me ask you this. So, what do you think that the uh, Maple Leafs are missing? That uh, if we can fly off topic. No, no, no. I, I and again, this is just my opinion. Um, I just I, I watch the Leafs, and there's times where the Leafs, you know, are passing up shooting opportunities to make yep. the sweet pass or they'll make five passes instead of just shooting it and driving the net. And, you know, I, 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 I think sometimes they could roll off of their cycle and shoot more. Like, you know, they're still shoot. They're still, they still have like 45 to 50 shots every game, but you know, the quality of them, I, I just wish they would shoot more. And I think it would be more effective. But if they shot more, then they're going from 45 to like 50, 60 shots a game. And guess what? When you fire that much, you score more. But in all honesty, they don't have anybody that stands in front of the net like they should. You know, it's their biggest loss. Like, Nazem Kadri is their biggest loss. That's what I was just going to say. We talked about that today. We talked about that just last last episode we talked about it. I was like, oh my God, he was my stud. He was my stud. So you're two tough guys last year mm-hmm. were Nazem Kadri and Zach Hyman. Yep. That's fucked. Are you kidding me? I know. Like, I, don't, right. I, don't, I don't get Not it. Not even right. Right? And, so, we, and we have a player on our team like Kadri. Um, he's he's an Essex boy too. So he's uh, – I didn't want to draw player names, but he'll know who, who – they'll know who I'm talking about. But he plays that same way on the edge of the crease, in the goalie's face. Like, you need those type of players, right? And, yeah, absolutely. Do. You know, Dubuque. Zach Hyman, yeah. is, to me, was probably their – is consistently their most effective player ever. Since Kadri left, he is my favorite player 100%. Now. They yeah. should have played the big three together the whole time. Yeah, but you don't, you don't have anything else. What's up? What else is there? Yeah, you're right. You don't. You yeah. don't. You put those three guys on another line or, or – And if or, it don't work, you get the same result. But you you always have a power play. You can always go back to the power play to put those guys together. I would have thought them defensively. They struggle too. Like I just don't understand. They're winning games three nothing, and you're still pinching. Again, yeah. they're 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 making the big money for they a reason. And when they make that rushes. mistake, they lose on that mistake. You know what I mean? Like, and it's two defensemen that are extremely skilled. They'd probably be the top defenseman on any team. You know, you're winning three nothing. Why are you still pinching? Or or, or I don't want to say pinching because. You know, the one goal that Columbus just standing scored. up, standing yeah. up at the blue line. And, and, Creating and they're going around for no reason. Yeah, and right. now it's a two-on-one mm-hmm. the other way. And every time, it seems like every time Toronto makes that mistake, it's a goal. But but you look at, like, odd man rushes. Yep. Columbus would, uh, Columbus was resilient. And not that Toronto wasn't resilient, but it just looked like Columbus wanted to fucking win. Tortorella. They want to win. Tortorella. He's, they played like Tortorella coach. I can't a, stand him. He's but a fucking animal. I he, he's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah. And, like, you know, if he were to coach me in house league, I would have been in the NHL. Well, yeah, because he would have made you do better. Motivate you. He would have skated you. Taught me how to turn right. Yeah. <laughs> Not fall in front of pucks and break ribs. That, too. But, uh, 
yeah, so, you, so this is your – well, do you think you guys are going to actually play some games? I hope hopeful. so because we want to go. We're hopeful. Like Mike is uh, – Mike sits in on all the PGHL meetings. Um, we're hoping for a December start date. With fans? Uh, it will be with fans, yeah. It has to be with fans. Our league won't start with no fans. Yeah, because I think Mike said that you guys had like six or seven things in place, like six or seven plans. Mike said that they ran from like, they ran from October to January or something. So yeah, I think they, so what's going to happen, they might have squashed that, you know, I might be speaking speaking out of turn, um, but I think that they they squashed that. And uh, from my understanding is, is we're going to follow the OHL's lead on this. Like they're, they're doing a lot of the legwork. um, Oh, okay. And, and but again, our league is different from the OHL because the OHL is cross border. Yeah. Um, I still don't know how the OHL is gonna gonna bring players cross border and teams cross border without having to quarantine. They might yeah. have to do a bubble. I I don't know what they're gonna do. Well, how many teams are in the states for them? So yeah. there's uh three, Erie, Flint, and Saginaw. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how how could they do a bubble though? But if... then you you know you look at like the Sioux. If you want to travel to the Sioux and you go the Canada side, now you're Starting to the Sioux was six hours. Now you're looking at an 11, 12-hour trip, well, right? Plus, the only way, too, that they would be able to do it is just to bring the U.S. teams over here for the whole season. Well, because what, that's what I think they're going to do. That'd be the only way to do it. Three. Three. It's going to be tough. I, I again, I don't know. We, uh, I represent Logan Mayu, and he said that they're, you know, they're in Zoom meetings all the time figuring out what's what's going on. I just want to get everything back to fucking normal here. I yeah. want to play my men's league for fuck's sakes. I don't even think we're going to be able to do that. And if we do, we're going to have to show up to the ring dress they're talking you about. Well, you go right to the ring dress. I'm on the ice right now at Central, and uh, players show up fully dressed or they get dressed in the ring. That's insane, yeah. man. That's right insane. down to the skibs in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> How long do you think this will go on for? Oh, man, that's a tough question. I uh, like If you had to guess. So I, I've been reading articles. They, they keep going back and forth, uh, like just talking to hockey specifically. They're not going to allow uh, checking or physical contact or tryouts until there's a vaccine. So their OHF and is pretty set on that. Yeah. Wow. So whenever is a vaccine going to come in January? Is it going to come? Like when's it going to? Yeah. We don't know, right? If we even, yeah, like it's so weird. Or like COVID made everything right. Fuck. Yeah, my my wife's in healthcare, and she uh, she thinks that it's going to be. Um, there's going to be a second wave at some point and it's expected when kids go back to school right so i'm hoping that like we're in and out of the hospital for my daughter when like i don't want to be in the hospital october right october 8th we're due so i don't want to be like in the hospital when all that shit fucking ramping up like fuck that well it's scary well it's just they're gonna have me wrapped up like a mummy too right go ahead rob uh I, I got a question for you. So, yeah. being a coach, what did you think about Patrick Sullivan and his whole um, assistant coaches getting fired? How does the head coach keep his job and all the assistants get fired? I think he just had more term. Yeah, I. Uh, He's the, the did old, he not hire them all? I'm not sure how as, that works. As a, as a, I know he has. He still has three, four years left on his deal, though, so that could have something to do with it. And, and so you think it's a money thing? I wouldn't put it past him. But as a coach, how does that happen? I I don't even know, to be honest. I like for me, 
if that was, you know, I was in that scenario, I would probably want to go with my assistants. Right. Um, uh, like, for example, if, um, you know, the Essex executives weren't happy with me at the end of last year and, you know, they thought that it was the assistant coach's fault, you know, you go down, like, the captain goes down with the ship. Right, but in, in all honesty, doesn't the coach set up the practices or I want you to train, these guys are going to do this, these guys are going to do this. This is all on the head coach, yes? Should be. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened there. I, I agree. I don't know. It's, it's got to be like you said. Eh? It's got to be turned. Turned. Yeah. It's, there's no other because way. Because if they can him, I believe they still have to pay him, no? Yeah, yeah. they will have yeah. to pay him. Because yeah. he was legally under yep. a fucking contract. He's under contract. Like, I still think exactly. Joel Quinville, I don't know if there's... He's uh, still getting paid. I don't know if from there's... From Chicago. Yeah. Still getting paid from Chicago. Still getting paid from Double dipping, not a boy. Joel, <laughs> Love a boy. double dip, eh? Yeah, not a fucking boy. <laughs> That's Our boy Joel from fucking Windsor. That was my definitely man. not in my contract with Essex. You should work it. If I in. get fired from Essex, I do not get paid. So, <laughs> like, know, I got to talk to know, you about that. We know a guy. <laughs> yeah. We know a guy. Yeah, we know a guy that might be able to help you out. <laughs> so you you won. Did you win the championship with, with Essex? Uh, I won it with Sun County. With Sun County. So that was an absolute crazy tournament. There's going to be, so the 05 draft is coming up this year. There's probably going to be, from that tournament, probably 10 first rounders. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there, there were some pretty special kids there. Really special. Can you mention names? Um, I can mention that, you know, that there were some some studs that, that stood out. Um, you know, they're, so they played on your team, yeah? There was a couple, you know, there was a kid on my team that, that did really well, but you know what? All the kids played well. Like they, they, they came together as a team, um, by like that Oak, we played Oakville and Oakville has, you know, they're probably going to have four or four first rounders on that team, maybe wow. five. Um, and at one point I think we were losing four to one and we scored three shorties or two shorties. Wow. Johnny, John, yeah, there was a kid had two shorties. John Lopez had two shorties. And then, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Declan Waddick had had a hat trick that game too. Wow. So, like it, our goaltending was great that that tournament. Um, we shouldn't have won by no means. Like we had a horseshoe up our ass. Like so, we ended up beating Oakville, and then all the stars aligned. Mississauga was by far the best team. Um, they might have the first overall pick on that team, and. Uh, Thank God we didn't play them. Radic Bonk was coaching the Ottawa team, and no kidding, Bonker beat uh, beat this team. They just played a shutdown system, zero forecheck. They just waited for their chances on the neutral zone and, and capitalized. And then we ended up playing Ottawa, and you know we had their number. So uh, you know we played Ottawa, and again our kids played great. We had their number. We went two nothing, and Essex was packed. There was probably a thousand people in there watching this game. Is that where the tournament was held? In Essex, yeah. In Essex. It was crazy. Kidding, crazy. Right? I, I will never, you know, I won a championship in Yarmouth. Nothing felt like, it was, we shouldn't have won. Like, we should never have been there. And it was just to win that tournament was, was really special. That's awesome. Really special. Now, what was it like playing for Windsor? Uh, the university. Oh, it was awesome. Like, I, I we had, uh, it was funny, our recruiting class that year, I think we had six guys from Sarnia. So I knew, um, you know, six of the guys coming in my rookie year, and we were all best friends. Like Brett Oliphant, uh, he's from uh, he's a Wheatley boy. Parker Van Buskirk's from Windsor. 
uh, and we're all 88 so we all played together and played against each other so we to start that year you know it was pretty special because we all hung out you know we were able to uh you know tie up some loose ends that we had when we were kids so i lived with ollie we have some, yeah, it was a lot of fun we had uh <laughs> i was just gonna say go ahead tell us the story because i know you're we, about to I, we lived in our base was probably really similar to yours and uh we that year decided to take every empty that we had empty case and build a maze so we had we had to bring back like six trucks and all the parties were at our house so our house is right next to faces um every oh, wednesday faces night college <laughs> yeah oh my god every wednesday night in hammer Ruler. hammer i'm sorry if you hear this but every wednesday night it, the, the whole team like every oh, is part, hammer your coach he was our coach yeah every, how, how long has he been at uh winter yeah. sorry i didn't mean to no 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 he's been there he, 10 15 years like okay yeah man. yeah he's he, he deserves every bit of it he's he's a great coach yeah great I, I actually take a lot of my coaching um philosophies from hammer 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 was great you know i didn't appreciate the thursday morning workouts after faces hammer but yeah thanks hammer. yeah <laughs> i fucking remember we're hey guys gonna, mandatory we're gonna get him on here six, and he's gonna torture mandatory <laughs> 6 30 a.m workout Mandatory guys were puking like hung, that's probably why he did it because he knew you guys. Oh, were he knew. Fucking oh no, 100%. Up on he used to drink. Hundred percent. Like, you, you guys want to whoop it up here? I heard he was a pretty tough guy too. They were tough as nails. My yeah. parents used to go watch him uh, play lacrosse. He played for Detroit something. Like when Detroit had a lacrosse team, oh, that was really yeah. good. I'm not sure of the name, so I would wheel wheels. Yeah, something no. But my parents used to go watch, and they said he was like stud. Yeah, stud. But yeah, yeah, I've heard he's tough as. Nails. You got to be tough as nails to play lacrosse. Well, and you don't get a name hammer his, uh, unless you either have one or you got one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I train his uh, his son Ray, and his his Ray Ray's built from he's the same cloth. Oh yeah. Like just tough as nails, works his bag off. Uh, you know, no give up attitude. Like the kid, they're built from the same cloth. That's so awesome. yeah, he, he was a great coach. The six thirty fucking workouts suck though. <laughs> yeah, I can't even imagine. Always do, always will. When I was little, I used to hate going to practice at that time. I can imagine what it would be like hungover. Oh, fuck. Hammer just had some of these things, like, middle of midterms, Hammer brought us to Alaska. What? Yeah, to Alaska. So we, we go play Fairbanks, who was fucking sick. Like, I, I faked an injury because they were so fucking good. I couldn't even, like, I shouldn't say I faked an injury. That's probably not a good thing to say. But, uh, <laughs> like, two strikes. These guys not were so conditioned. <laughs> two they, these guys were so conditioned that you take two strides and you, the puck would be off your stick because they were so fast right like half of our guys are you know almost nearing 30 years old and these guys are 22 years old and it looks like they just got you know back from the red army like yeah. they, they couldn't wow. yeah so we played them we played uh i don't know if it was fairbanks or, or anchorage anchorage was the really good team and then we played fairbanks and then hammer goes we're gonna go you know drive three hours to go look at some uh some glaciers some icebergs so we get in the van ryan donnelly was driving justin soltz is uh the gm of leamington so we drive three hours out to this fucking glacier <laughs> and it was raining so you couldn't see fucking glaciers yeah so all of us have midterms the net like on the monday and we're driving on a saturday in it's <laughs> losing my mind <laughs> Just oh man, Hammer! No less story. Hammer, Hammer did some like amazing things though. We uh, we did Habitat for Humanity um, in New Orleans right after Katrina, and like trips like that is, is what like good coaches do. Like yeah. they just 
it molded the team. Like it, it, it was awesome. Mike, like Mike has nothing but good things to say. Yeah, Kane Hammer's great. Love the guy. Yeah. Like, how, how, do you, do you know the story about how he got Todd Warner? I, I honestly don't like Hammer. Hammer is he's an amazing recruiter. He's amazing at recruiting players. So like being able to recruit a guy like Todd Warner, I, I wouldn't put it past him. Just because he's he's he Hammer's really good at making people feel a part of a team, right? And and like bringing guys right in. So you know when Todd was there, a lot of people thought like, why is Todd coaching Windsor? But Todd's there for a reason, right? And and Hammer has him there for a reason. Right. Right. Obviously, uh, feed off each other. Absolutely. Got yeah. Eric Wellwood too, right? Eric Wellwood, yep. Yep. So yeah, I mean, so like that's no fucking slow either. No, but they also that's had what uh, I mean. like, Eric Wellwood's assistant too. Yeah. Uh, he's Essex guy. Fuck, I'm gonna lose it. I can't remember his name. Uh, Rido, Rido's there yeah. in in Flint, and Hammer had him too. So Hammer's developing really good coaches too. Yeah. So you, it's almost like you need to go through Hammer. Oh yeah, for how much of a uh, hard ass hammer is sometimes? Want. Yeah, hammers, hammers great. Like if you look at a lot of the good guys that are coaching now, Kyle Mackrick was uh, was coaching Chatham, and he was on the team when I was there. Hammer just, you know, you pick up a lot of things that Hammer does, you know. Okay, now we're gonna get into some funny shit. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so you know, baseball has their walk up music. Yeah. So if you were to score a goal. What would be your goal-scoring goal music? Fuck, that's a funny one. Because I think in my OHL career, I only scored seven. So I need... <laughs> so I need heard a, this song seven times. I need... I Like, I'd probably choose a song that, uh, like, Dust on the Bottle or something. Red Solo Cup. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's after the game. <laughs> I'd probably choose Dust on the Bottle. Dust on the Bottle. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to... Because this is a question I'm going to start asking everybody. Because I want question. this to happen. I want this to happen in They're S6. talking about it, right? Why can't, goal song? I don't know who's is somebody talking about it, honestly? No, I think they were talking about it in the NHL. There was it was on an, another cast, I think, or it was in an interview where guys were talking about goal songs and for each guy having So you heard yeah. this already yeah. before. No, I, I No 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 you I didn't thought this was mine. No, no no no. I honestly it, thought this was mine. It, it probably is yours. I don't know. I might be making it up just to screw with you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be ideal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Perfect for the uh, we actually I tried to change some things in Essex too, like their win song was just like God, I forget what it was. It was just too cliche. Okay, let's 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 lose the horn. Yep. For one. Okay. So you don't have enough fans in the in the stands. Yep. Well let's 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 get them there. You know how we get them there? Uh townies. Right? Yep. yep. You get them there by putting tough. So do you think that you could be more involved in uh the minor hockey's coming up? To develop your players absolutely i i so a lot of the players that i've seen coming up out of essex is from sun county just because i've been involved in that association um i think as a as a coach of the 73s i'm doing a disservice to the essex ravens organization if i don't get involved right somehow whether that's skill yeah. development yeah um but i don't make those decisions that's got to come from the ravens board um so you know i i'm i'm opening it up if they ever need you know myself or my assistant coaches uh help in skill practices or, or whatever it may be like I'd, I'd be glad to help and this is the way we should work when you say because we are a county and we are a town so why not develop our own players that we don't have to go look 
because you know what I mean? Back in the day, when I grew up, out of a 21-man 20, roster, mm -hmm. there was 18 Essex. from Essex. Yep. Yep. And you know what I mean? And they were studs. You know, from your from your homegrown. Your, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was it was it was, it was, a, awesome. it was a pride thing, right? And Where, that's why we went because we went to watch to see those guys. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have those guys, like, oh, they got a kid from Bow River. Well, I don't, I don't know him. I'm not going to see him. You're going to see in a couple of years, guys. Um, there's some very, very skilled and talented kids coming up uh, through the Essex system and the Sun County system uh, from Essex or surrounding areas. Um, it's our goal as, and I think we'd be doing the town a disservice in our, in our hockey club, if we didn't get kids that, you know, were grown up watching the 73s, right? Right. Um, so you will see in the coming years, there will be players from, from Essex on, on the roster. Well, because like when we, when we had Mike on here and I said, the more kids you go, you, you get from the town, are you not going to get their parents, Absolutely. their family, Absolutely. their, you know what I mean? So now you have all those kids, all those families, all those family all members, revenue. Yep. drinking in a bar. Well, the parents. I know, yeah. we're, I know we're going to be drinking yeah. in the bar. <laughs> they should serve hot dogs in the bar, yeah. too. Hot trip. <laughs> Got a hot trip coming in the bar for me. I'm going to cross three fucking hot dogs during the game. It's coming. I don't think he knows that one. Did, did you listen to Mike's? Mike's, I did. The press box, like, hat trick. trick? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, crush three dogs in the fucking... All you oh, gotta do is nice. want, a, want a period. That's probable. My dad loves their hot dogs, too. Does he? Yeah, they're got I don't. I don't. Really? I haven't. Uh, Fries are I good. used to. I used to. But they're more of a sausage hot dog now. Yeah. I, I, Not a Brenner, right? Eh? No. Just, you need a Brenner. The, the give, worst, me a Brenner. The yeah. worst give me a Brenner. Give me a Brenner. I have a fat wiener in my mouth. <laughs> drive, drive that meat in your mouth. <laughs> The worst part, too, is, like, I've been in town for about six years now-ish, and I haven't been to one fucking game, and I'm ashamed of myself for that. You should be. So, yeah. like, yeah. I'm fucking hitting some games this year. That's why I want you guys to play. Oh, we're going to crush games. Yeah, because we're going to crush, crush beers games. while we're at the games, I'm too. I'm so pumped just to know this many people now. You you know what I mean? We need we need, It needs to be, like, back when I was a kid, you, Tuesday nights was almost like a, the cliche Friday night You're lights. Going. Friday Night Lights yeah, for yeah, football yeah. in the States. I was pumped. Right? Like, exactly. I used it to was come from Harrow for lights. games. It's just that cliche. It like, we're Friday going. Friday Night Lights, it was, your, it was your Tuesday Night Lights. Right? Yep. I used and to come was... from fucking Harrow to watch yep. games when yep. I was younger. All the time. That It, it needs to come. That, that feel, and I really think with the the product that we're going to be bringing, it, we'll get back there. Right? And and honestly, guys, doing things like this helps a lot, too. Like, getting, getting the word out about the team. Like, kudos to you guys. Because, uh, you know, from what I understand, a lot of people are listening to you. So um, being able to get the word out is That's good. That's exactly what we want. Well, we're really hoping so. And you know what? And we're not a 73s podcast. Are we pro 73s? Yes. Uh, but we, we want Fuck, it. You sound like Biz. Right? Fucking Yotes. Come on, Biz. <laughs> Jesus. But we, 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 we want to hear the Bell Rivers. We yep. want to hear the the Wheatleys. It's good, yeah. We want to hear the Amherstburgs, and, and you know, and right. we have we, just we have Amherstburg coming right on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like we just so, had Wes. Did you get Wes out? Yeah, yeah Wes I played with yeah. Wes. Oh man, total beaut. Wes. We had. Did you ever fight him? 
Uh, no, he was way too tough for me. He's a fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. psycho. Uh, he, he, he was see, way I older, told you. too. I said, he's a fool. Yeah. Oh, he, Wes is my age, I believe. We had, uh, Wes was, uh, Wes was a vet when I came in to come see, and I'll tell you, him, like, Kyle O'Neill was there. Well, I know who your coach was, then. Uh, I'll say it. George Winter was my George coach. Winter. Yeah, he was great. George yeah, is awesome. He's from Harrow too. Because he was talking earlier about stuff, so I didn't want to. George, honestly, I think George would be proud to know that he tapped guys. George, George is that type of coach. Me and novice and Harrow. Oh my god! But, so when he coached me, though, he taught me to be like super fucking aggressive. And novice housely. Novice housely. No, sorry. <laughs> novice travel. Sorry. <laughs> George would come in the room. George, yeah, I, I honestly thought he was going to have a heart attack every I know. time. His face would be fucking beat, beat red. red yeah, yeah. Fucking losing it. He fucking kicked over fucking garbage pails when we were in novice. I can only imagine what he did for fucking now, What's, what's novice age? Uh, novice is eight years old. Eight years old, yeah. Guy, but you I know what, a, though? But you were six feet tall yeah. and had a beard. <laughs> yeah, I was like. I was tying my own skin. I was tying all the other kids on my team's I was like 60 pounds. You were somebody's dad somewhere. But George taught me to be super Bringing obese in the rink at that time. Hacking darts before you go in the arena. (laughs) But he fucking, George taught me that, like, the first year that he had me, he taught me, like I said, to be super aggressive. And that year, I won all Ontario fucking scoring that year because for kids like my Ontario scoring? I've done it three times, to be honest with you. But he where's uh, the where's the accolades here? They honestly they did they (laughs) never sent me shit, not even a letter, nothing. My dad was pissed. But yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man. Honestly, yeah, I led three well, awesome, three years, man. man. But yeah, but George was kind of the guy that brought that out of me. He would have some of the best meltdowns. Oh my god, I I got a meltdown story though. Oh, fill it in. Yeah, so we uh, first year in Sarnia, we're in um, we're in Brampton, and Brampton was so good. They had Wolchek Wolski was lighting it up. Aaron Snow was there. He's a Windsor boy, and. Uh, Wolchek Wolski, I think he had fucking eight goals that game. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Um, eight goals and some stupid like that. He set a record that game. Anyways, our GM comes in, Alan Miller. Not a fan, but anyways, so he uh, he comes in trying to to intimidate us, and uh, he grabbed three sticks off the rack, tried to break everyone, didn't break one. Unbelievable, he chipped one. And I'm I'm sitting across from. Uh, I remember Musselman. He was my roommate at the time, and and he every time I knew that Musty was about to die laughing, he'd put his nose in his shirt. So I'm just getting, you know, that feeling when you're gonna laugh. Yeah. So Alan Miller tries to break three sticks, and this guy looks like you know Rodney Dangerfield, like shouldn't even be a <laughs> GM. Comes in, starts smashing the sticks, doesn't break them. Comes over to the water bottle or the uh, Gatorade jug, tries to flip it, won't flip. He's like trying his balls off to flip it. So now there's like a couple guys that are just just teetering. Somebody help yeah, him. Like he's like, the, you know, like when guys are like, like just getting the laugh. So guys are just starting to do that. And then he slant, like he's, so it's one of those foldo tables. So he's trying to break the table, won't break. This guy's on his fourth thing to try and lose it. Walks out of the door, kicks the wall, breaks his fucking toe. <laughs> I'd be like, you were doing better with the sticks. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy fuck! You get on the bus after the game, and he's got his toe wrapped up. Man, fucking like, How oh, we were dying. How do you, you lose nine one? And the the funniest thing is your GM can't break a fucking stick or flip a Gatorade table. Yeah. Just put it down on something and fucking stomp on it. 
So now you you run some kind of uh, hockey um, academy? Yeah, yeah. So I work with a good friend of mine, Mark Kadot. Um, we have uh, Kadot Hockey Academy. Uh, we train local area kids um, from power skating to stick handling to shooting. Um, and it's just strictly skill development. Nice. You got room for a 35 year old chubby guy? Yeah, we were, actually, we were thinking about doing uh, adult. One year old, a big booty. But I, I will say, like, part of the reason why I think Windsor probably has per capita one of the highest number of professional players that are coming out of Windsor. Um, we have just some, we have excellent trainers, like skill trainers in this area, excellent uh, off ice trainers, you know, from on ice trainers, we have us. Power Tech, uh, you know, DJ Turner, um, Johnny Nelson. We have some really good trainers in this area. So these kids have an abundance of, uh, of resources to use and, and parents take advantage of them. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons why we've been so successful in this area in producing professional players is say, yeah. the amount of uh, skill development. And all of us have our own niche in, in something. Um, you know, and then gyms, like, you know, how many good gyms do we have in the area, like Fury and, you know. I go to uh, Onyx right here, quick plug for them. But, yeah, I go to Onyx right here. And no I love free it. ads. Buddy, you better it. be plugging Fury here, too. Dave Cassidy can come fucking bear hug. Well, yeah, Dave well, is already here. Yeah, Dave. Sponsor us. Yeah, Dave, we're waiting on a sponsorship, bud. That's really, yeah, Dave, I'll talk to you. Hey, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, because you, yeah, your freaking team works Don't make me come looking for you. So the, these players, like. They, they have, uh, you know, we, we just opened up Central uh, about a month and a half ago, and, you know, it, it feels good to, to see players getting better, right? And I think that's the uh, – it's the goal for all the trainers in this area to get players to the next level. This awesome. area has got a lot of fucking skills. Studs. Studs. Like, studs. studs. It's studs. insane, the talent in this area. As many studs as we have around this area – we have just as many stud coaches. Yeah, yeah we, we do. do. We you do. know, there's some good coaches. This so, is a good hockey area. It is, and it, it's like when you when you look at Toronto and shit like that. Like yeah, you, got, this, like you look at this small area community, everybody figures shit out. You, it, when if you take the numbers per capita of of we have to have the best. I, I honestly think our percentage has to be has to be, has to be one of the highest. Like yeah. you know, if you take a, a an area like London, who who is larger than us we have way more pros than, yeah. than they than they yeah. do right so yeah. um you know i'm proud to, to coach these kids because some of them are going to do some special things coming up yeah we're very proud that you are a part of it mm -hmm. so uh that being said so we'll wrap it up <laughs> well, <laughs> well we're we're about an hour right now we're doing okay but yeah if you want it we can it's been fucking great well, love, though, we gotta have them back and we don't want to spend it all that is true Guys, I got stories, stories upon stories upon and, and, stories. And I have them. In here. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you what. <laughs> but we're like nine nine forty five. I'll tell now. you what. Give us give us one story before we go. Something good. You don't have to mention names if it's that bad. No, 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 it's not bad. My, uh, I'll go with the uh, people will think I'm. I am crazy. A lot of guys know me. That played with me. I was the guy in the room that would would make all the boys laugh or try and do <laughs> something stupid. Um. So my first year in Sarnia, my, uh, my billet passed away, or sorry, my second year, my billet passed away and I had to move billets. So trying to figure out where to move and Sharon Willock, uh, had Dalton Prout there already. Dalton's from, from Kingsville, Kingsville boy. He was a rookie on the team 
and uh, I go Shout in there. Out, Pro. Yeah, we Proter, want you. Proter needs to get out here. Um, so Proter says, man, come live with me, you know, and he was only using me because I had a car. Like, he only <laughs> wanted me there because I had a car and I was driving around. Uh, so the, it got to, like, I was drinking age at that time. It got to the point where we would just hang out every night. We would fucking play pool for, like, there was this one bed that was comfier than the other one. And, you know, we, we'd, so play, play we'd, we'd play pool for, like, fucking five hours and it just the games would never stop. <laughs> so when pool got boring, we would wrestle each other and like he would and crush him oh he'd destroy me like in the wrestling no he wouldn't drink i think he had caesars like i drink caesars to get drunk <laughs> yeah i ain't saying anything to him because he's me on sunday so yeah, it got to the point where we sunday. we we didn't know what else to do to pass our time like video games got boring pool got boring fucking him choking me out every night got boring <laughs> <laughs> all our billet would watch all of this right like she's seven years old it's Loved every second of it. Love it. So boys want some candy. <laughs> I got some orders. <laughs> so we're like, fuck. What else do we do? So we're driving past PetSmart, oh, them, fuck. and and we saw a commercial the night before for like this hamster fucking castle. So Prudder's like, let's go buy hamsters, and I'm like, yeah, that's a cool idea. So we go went and bought hamsters, and I swear we spent like three hundred dollars on this hamster castle. The thing was probably the size of your table, like four feet high. Fuck. Problem was, these fuckers got out oh. of the hamster castle. So now we're trying to find these <laughs> fucking. <laughs> we're trying to find these hamsters, and so we found one. It was in my billet's room, and the second one we couldn't fucking find. So it was. It ended up going through all of the cereal boxes, destroyed her. Oh, I love it. It's just yeah, a big rat. We're fucking idiots. It's a big rat. So at the end of the season, these hamsters are all taken. So we're like, where the fuck, what are we going to do with them? So, uh, so I was like, man, we'll just trade off in the summer. You take them for a week, I'll take them for a week like stepkids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> so I take them uh, and uh, yeah, I put them in the basement because my parents, like I was trying to hide them from my parents. Like I'm fucking sixteen year old hiding samsters too. <laughs> Each of us had one. <laughs> so we fucking put these hamsters in our basement, and uh, you know they ended up tragically falling into the sump pump. But uh, that's how much of a uh, you know. What were their names? I was just gonna ask that. Oh my god, Proter would probably know because he, he remembers stupid shit like that. This is what a good podcast. Mother, he remembers stupid shit like that. But yeah, Proter would know. Like we, they, it was we were just stupid. So we actually thought at the time that hamsters would, you know, maybe relate to maybe meeting some girls, but it didn't happen. Like you got to get a puppy. We were like losers. Did you have hamster we leashes? Like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> hamster leash. Hey, let's go take the hamster for have a walk in the some, park. We, I would have fucking touched them. We bit. Carter would like yeah, roll would. around with them and let them crawl on them. They'd fucking bite me. No, seriously. He, the hamster was. You remind me of that one guy from that book of Mice of Men that would just. <laughs> he'd have hamsters Lenny, crawling all Lenny, yeah. Lenny, pet, pet the hamster. Oh, Lenny, God. pet the hamster. But fuck, fuck man, the times that we had, so like. Awesome. Carter, we want you on here, buddy. Yeah. He's, he's a Would great you guy. come on with Prager? 100%. Awesome. 100%. He's yeah, such we'll, a good guy. We'll, we'll have both of you on. Yeah, he's, we'll do it. stood my wedding. Great. My daughter's godfather. He's just, he's a beauty. So Fantastic. here's a little story about him, actually. He lived next door to my aunt and my uncle when we were younger. So when I was, whenever I was there, we'd go out on the street and we'd play hockey and everything, and he would always come out. For sure. And he would always come out and we'd play with him. We'd play road hockey with him because he was always like younger than us obviously 
So, but he would come out and we would bounce him around and da da da, like hitting him in the snow banks and shit. Was now, he younger than you? Yeah, he's oh, a, lot, okay. a lot younger than us. But I'm like, now he beat the shit out of all of us. <laughs> I'm like, but yeah, so. Well, maybe he was timid because he had No, in dude. His he was, yeah. <laughs> but no, no, man. He was, he was young. He was super young. But yeah, so. He was huge back then, too, wasn't he? Like he was a big kid, kid yeah, yeah, but he's a monster now. But yeah, probably we watch on, five baby. Foot we watch four. on. Yeah, he was born at four foot six. Came so. out, yeah, twelve but yeah. inches. But yeah, honestly, man, this has been fantastic. Thank you, guys. For I loved on. every second of it. I love what you guys are doing. I think it's uh, it's really good for this community to, uh, especially during these times. To you know, I hear you guys. I wake up at you know five o'clock driving to the rink, and I hear this. It makes me laugh every day. Awesome. Honestly, guys, I'm not kidding. I am a huge supporter of Dave and Chuck the Freak. Yeah. And when I'm not listening to Dave and Chuck the Freak, because I'm you know, putting on Hatrick hockey, that's a good thing. That's what we and, love uh, to hear, buddy. Well, Thank you. I do I do have a bone for you guys. Okay. So you guys brought out Mike Paley and Jamie McDermott before me. Yeah. And <laughs> like, come Mike's, on, guys. Mike's family. Oh, that's yeah, Mike's family. family. Yeah. So he's my girlfriend's brother. So and he's my sister. And he is... Aunt's sister-in-law. Which is Rob's girlfriend. <laughs> See how the circle. Yeah, I'm out of that circle. Yeah, see how the circle forms. But yeah, so that's. But Mike was. Uh, he was a great first interview, though. He was because we were just shooting the shit. Rob, literally, I added Rob to the show the night before we interviewed Mike. That's so funny. Like Mike. Uh, Mike speaks so well, you know, and and coming from uh, like a legal background. Podcast. Right. No, I know. I swear to God, like now Mike, yes. Mike and I talk like, you know, I probably talk to him more than my wife. I swear to God, like we're, yeah. we're on the phone all the time and it, it's, it's, it, we're, it's a good friendship now too. He's right? a very intelligent person. He is. He is. You he know, is. like very hockey, smart. Uh, hockey, hockey smart. Yeah. Exactly. Like hockey knowledge, whatever, however you want to put it. And, uh, you know what? He he's only going to help you be better at your job. hundred percent. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I appreciate, I appreciate Mike being there because he, he wants to win so bad. He, he wants to, to put a good product on that. And he wants to town. put a smash mouth hockey team mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. And you know how to do that. Yeah. And if you guys win at all, we're going to the party, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm going to win. I'm going to lift the Schmoltz cup. Yeah. <laughs> we're drinking out of it. Schmaltz, like, I want to make a beer. Like, imagine you're drinking Schmaltz. a Schmaltz. Yeah. We a should. Beer. Oh, Patrick yeah. Hockey Schmaltz. That's our thing. Schmaltz beer. Who can we get to do that? I got connections. I'll say right. it off there. I'll say it Schmaltz. off there. I'll say it off there. What are you drinking? Air. A schmaltzy. Schmaltzy. <laughs> Love it. You guys, every, it's every taste other, like OV though. Every other oh. podcast is making it's gotta a drink. It's got to taste like OV. I know. It's got to taste like, like OV. Pink Whitney. Right. And, right. But it's got to taste like OV, but, but low calories. And not make you shit your pants. Good luck. Yeah, we'll figure it out. At COVID, I put on like the 20, 20 pounds of OV. Oh my god! Oh, Jen, geez. Jen Cassidy's oh, working on it. To <laughs> yeah, good luck. COVID OV twenty. Are you are you running with the boys? No, 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 no. <laughs> we a- Mike, we asked Dave the same thing. Mike is- said Mike was out today. I'm yeah. like, was he running? Like, I go at uh, I go at uh, ten o'clock or five thirty, and and I I work out with the women because their workouts aren't like the teams. Um, it, is that Yoda? You doing Yoda? No, no, or no yoga? Yoda for me. No yoga for me. I, I uh, no yoga. No, I, I do a similar workout to them, but just not like I don't need Jen yelling at me. Not as intense. Jen, yeah. Jen yeah. will kick Jen, your ass. <laughs> she's so like yeah, and she's a grab great this kettlebell. Yeah, 
That's no! Jen would beat all three of us up at the same time. I don't want Jen to beat me up. No. No, I was like, yeah. They, but they're, the boys worked their bags off. There was almost a fight today. Like Halsey, uh, Halsey's from Essex. Him and Demers got into it. Um, they were fighting about something. Some guy didn't want to work hard. And oh, that's good, though. Snapped. No, I Let's love go. seeing that. Fucking fire it There's up, There's nothing boys. better than a team brawl. In, Are you uh, going to have any open kit? Ooh, uh, you know I, what? I know this kid, this Frazier kid. I don't know if you've heard of him. Matt? Is it Matt? Oh, so maybe he's heard of him. Where's he from? Uh, Amsford. That's oh, a kid oh, you might want to look at. Yeah, I heard. So once again, man, seriously, thank you for coming on. Best of luck. We want you guys to play because we want to drink beers and watch you guys play. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'll be excited to celebrate with you guys when we bring one home. Thanks, bro. Awesome, boys. Right, Thank cheers. you. I appreciate it. Hey, have you ever tried the McGregor Columbia Club? Not yet. Did you know the McGregor Columbia Club has two rooms to accommodate gatherings from small birthday parties to corporate meetings to large weddings and even banquet events? Really? Now, how many does that place seat? It seats over 300 people. They also have an in-house decorator, rental items to work within your budget, their main spacious hall is ideal for maintaining distance between attendees. Well, what's the food like? Well, they specialize in roasted chicken, but also have a full menu offering your favorite dishes. Really? Can you do fundraisers there? They have fundraising opportunities for charities with their fish fry, pasta, or steak dinners, and other events. Come on. Now, what about breakfast? Oh, they have an amazing breakfast. It starts at 8.30 on Sunday, and it ends at noon, offering your full breakfast menu. Don't they have a cornhole league there, too? Ooh, I'm glad you mentioned that, because they play in it. It's uh, just getting ready to go. They're just waiting for the okay. Can you find them online? Yep. You can check their menus and events out at McGregorColumbiaClub.com, or check them out on the Facebook. There he was, folks. Mr. Danny Anger, that guy. Total beautiful. Oh, man, he was awesome. He was awesome. Man. And you know what I liked the best was, well, we seem to have a couple beers outside, yeah. you know, after, yeah. before everybody leaves. And that's when the really yeah. good stories. Now, if those guys could tell those stories. Oh, my God, yeah. We'd be on top of the charts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Total beaut, though. Yeah, he was very entertaining while he was here. He was a great guy. That was the first time I've ever met him. Me, too. Me, too. First time great we guy. ever met him, he came in and you sat down here. It's like we all fucking knew each other yeah. forever. Yeah. So he was a great guy. So shout out to him. He was a great interview. So now, so the NHL now is, last I checked, they were over 6,000 COVID tests. Okay. And that was like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So I'm assuming they're probably near 8,000, 10,000-ish now. Still no positives. Just doing an amazing job, eh? So yeah, they're doing a fantastic job. Did you hear about the basketball player that invited the lady in to the bubble oh. daniel host host okay i i don't know much about yeah. basketball but i heard it on on the, the news and like this guy for a piece of ass <laughs> is gonna risk everybody in that bubble yeah that's why they're that having you the can't bubble. wait yeah. fucking two months <laughs> to, to <laughs> do what you're gonna end up doing Oh boy! But you're going to risk your whole team, 
You're, you know, you're rescuing everybody. People die from this shit too, still, yeah. right? But, yeah. but you're so selfish that this is what you're gonna do. That's crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. I, it blew my mind when I heard that. Like, I, I know there's a lot of selfish people mm-hmm. out there in the world, but come on. Yeah. Um. You also uh, said something about Lou Lamarello, right? General Manager of the Year. Leaves really? Toronto and becomes General Manager of the Year. The following season. Right. <laughs> How amazing is that? This guy, just he just knows hockey. Mm-hmm. And what? No mustaches, no beards during the regular season. You got to wear certain tape. Yeah. You, he has... He likes everything to look... All the rules. Yeah. You're going to be a professional on my team. You're going to look like a professional yeah. well, on my team. And he's probably saying, we're fucking paying you too. Right. So... But you're still, I'm the boss. Yeah, so essentially they're the, like, Yankees of the NHL, right? Yeah. Because they they always have to have clean shaven and shit like that too, right? Yep. That's crazy, though, how they just come up with rules and stuff like that, eh? Well, it's not they, it's him. Well, yeah, just. Like, he's just the guy. Yeah, this is what I like. And if you don't like it, the coach says, go tell Lou. Yeah. Yeah, you fuck know, that. Who wants nobody to talk wants to, Lou? to Lou will talk to Lou. <laughs> yeah, Lou will <laughs> wring your neck. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. Another big story in these playoffs too is backup goalies. Okay, here's the thing that it, 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 this just bothers me. So you put all the wear and tear on yeah. your starter. Like, mm-hmm. let's look at Flurry. We'll take Flurry for an example. Yeah. Right. Then Leonard Leitner. What's his name? Robin Leonard. Leonard. Leonard yeah. comes in. And fucking grabs the reins and takes off with them. But it's a playoff, so you got to play. I get hard. it. I get it. But then why not, like everybody's saying, oh, we're going to go with a two goalie system? I haven't seen a fucking team do that yet. No. I haven't seen a team go back to back to back to back to back. You Actually, know what I mean? one of the teams was. Like for the whole year? Oh, no. I mean, this whole run here. No, one no, of the no. Teams no. I'm talking about the regular season. I think so, the Islanders have been doing it. With Between Grice and Varlamov, they've been playing like they're almost even in game. Don't quote me on it, but I know they both played a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, I, it's tough to look at. It is. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, especially, you know, guy has one bad game, other goalie, he's fresh. He's yeah. played, what, 26 games in the yeah. whole 82 game season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this guy steps in because he's fresh, and now you're running with him. I honestly think Flurry should be in net for this team. Yeah, but there's a couple of teams that are running with this right now, right? So they're guys that have got him there mm-hmm. are now sitting on the bench, you know, knowing that that's their job. Yeah, and now they're out, and now you're talking about, oh, we're gonna get rid of Flurry now, and we're gonna pay him, and we're gonna get rid of this guy, and we're gonna pay him because he stepped up for. The playoffs. Yeah, well, look what uh, freaking Pittsburgh there, what they're doing too. With yeah, same thing. Same but thing. Pittsburgh did that to Flurry as well, yeah, right? Yeah, I know. That's two times it's yep. going to happen to yep. him now. He's just, he gets some bad luck, man. Come to Detroit, buddy. We'll, <laughs> we'll fucking build around you. Yeah. We get $10 million, we can pay him. Yeah, you could. <laughs> Jump on the wagon. Yeah. Jump on. <laughs> he still has like two years left on his deal, too. That's honestly, like I keep saying it, he's the perfect candidate. Yeah, for the he Red is. Ones. Because if they do land him, that will bring better players to yeah, Detroit too, I mean. as well in the free agent, right? Who, who wouldn't want to be on fucking Flowers team? That guy's oh. awesome. Well, because he pranks everybody, so well, that's okay. Little, that just makes I'd it fun. I'd be a little nervous. Just makes it fun. <laughs> also, uh, do you see uh, Matt Martin that fucking scrap the other night? I love that guy. 
I just love him. I wish Toronto never would have gave him up because the, 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 he ain't afraid of anybody. No, he will drop with anybody. He, he he's doing everything care. too. Yeah. He's scoring yeah. goals, he's hitting, he is, he's fighting. I think he's, he's got fucking, five or six goals yeah, right dude, now. Dude, he's fucking good, man. Yeah. And he's one of those guys that's actually like shaping out to be a nice all-around player. Well, it's the same thing as Reeves, right? So yeah. Reeves uh, gets that first game suspension. Yeah. Dallas comes out and thumps him. Mm-hmm. The very next game, he comes back. I want to say he had, going into the third period or maybe halfway through the period, they had yeah. mentioned he had 27 fucking hits in that game. Yeah, I know. Most teams don't get that yeah, many I know. hits. He was, he's fucking everywhere. Right. And what did they do? They beat the hell out of Dallas. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't understand it because then in the next game, they were down, and I didn't see him in the third period. Yeah. Like... I just don't understand. These guys, these guys are the guys that go to war for you. Oh, yeah. I would rather have a team full of Reeves, you know what I mean, than half these okay guys, half the guys that can skate around with eggs in their pocket, you know, and not fucking break one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I'm the same way as you, man. I like that. In your face, we're style old hockey. school hockey guys. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, it just—I love that in your face style. Sure, sure, I do too. Like I, I loved when Jason Spezza dropped the gloves. He's not the guy that's yeah. going to do that, but he's the guy that knows that he has to do that yeah. and did it. Yeah, you know. Also, uh, who was the other one you wanted to talk about from the Islanders? Jordan Everly. He was the other one, right? Yeah, that guy's just an amazing stud. I can't, I can't get over how talented that guy is. And, you know, mm-hmm. like, it seems like, I don't know if he just don't like the way that system is played, but, you know, you, you know he wants to wheel and deal. Mm-hmm. But it, his hands are tied. you got to play the system. Yeah. You, you, if you get on board with that team, you got to stay on board, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I And, you know. They're definitely moving in the right direction. They are. They are. But they're back's kind of against the wall right now yeah, and you know definitely. like when i saw their last game um i can't remember what the score was but i was like i want to go back on the radio uh, on a podcast and change it to four games but yeah. they end up winning <laughs> yeah. one right well i was gonna say there's only 13 minutes left in this game and they're down 3-1 yeah, right they're now getting so, so they're gonna go down 3-1 in the series so, unless they make a comeback obviously here, tampa bay's figured out that trap right i would say so yeah um there was a couple goalie comparisons that you wanted to do, too, yeah, right? Yeah, well, it's this uh, Vasilevsky. Who, yeah. who do you think is better? Ooh. Vasilevsky, and I'm going to butcher this fucking name, Hudobin. 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 Yeah, close. I keep, I keep thinking of uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Hodor. Yeah. Hodor. <laughs> yeah. But I, I can never say his name properly. I, if you had to choose one, who would you choose? Me? I would choose uh, Hudobin. Would you? I'd yeah. go the other way. Yeah. I'd be Vasilevsky all day. Oh, I get lost in Hood Open's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a handsome man. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking good goalie, too. He They're, is a good goalie. In a way, with, with those guys there, you can't really go wrong, even with whoever you pick with no. those guys. You can't go wrong. They're both no. studs. They're both yeah. on great teams. But I just... If you had to say now, because I'll ask you every episode until someone wins a cup, mm-hmm. if you had to pick now how everything's going, who's going to win the cup? Typically. I was thinking that, too. They're just, I was all they Vegas. Look, I was so was all I. All Vegas, bro. I was all Islanders, and then, like, they're just kind of – the Lightning just 
fucking making them. Well, <laughs> like, I don't think, in all honesty, I don't think the the Islanders are as talented as as uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, and and, and Count, like, yeah, it is what it team, is, right? Yeah. You know, great goalies, but you got you got a great goalie in, in Tampa Bay as well, right? Yeah. So there's just more skill. There's more more push. Do you think the stars knock off Vegas? Or do you think Vegas roars yeah, back in, I do. in, in, no, in seven I games? I don't think Vegas comes back. I think the stars just got it going on right I, now. I think Herdobin is just playing out of his fucking skates yeah. right now. Dude, it's I so are you gonna go with a Dallas Tampa Bay Stanley Cup final? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of an odd Stanley Cup final. It is too, an right? odd Stanley not not one I would have thought of <laughs> at, at at the beginning of these playoffs. Do you think? Because I had Toronto playing Toronto in the play in the, in the Stanley Cup. <laughs> so does the Lightning captain come back for the final? Steven Stamkos. That would be great for them. Do you think but, he's but, back? But, but, is, is he even skating? I don't even. Know. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, on. I haven't heard. Nothing. I haven't heard I don't or think, seen anything. On. I don't think so because like we've been watching all these playoff games. You, you know what I mean? If you win it with without him, do you trade him? Ooh. <laughs> right? Ooh. Great question, right? Great question. Because I, I, reason being is if you've already won a Stanley Cup without him, why would you not trade him when How you can get something? How much money is that off the books? Eh? Well, not only that, why wouldn't you not make a deal for him when you can get something back for him right now, right? Yeah. Oh, like, for sure. I, everybody I ask that, yeah. literally everybody I ask that to, if I say, hey, if the Lightning wins a cup and he's not back, do you move him? Everybody's always, oh. <laughs> I, I, I still don't even know what to say. He's your captain. I have such a hard time moving a captain. I do. Yeah, but it's not the first time that it's happened. No. And, and it won't be the last time no, it's No, it definitely happened. won't be. Right? Like That's th- the fucking, that's a, they would have some serious shit Fucking Wayne about. Gretzky got moved. That's what you I know mean. what I mean? If the, he got traded, anybody, anybody, can, yeah, anybody. anybody can get fucking right? traded. So... Man, I, I I don't even know what to say about that. Like because he <laughs> is Tampa Bay. You think of Tampa Bay, you think of Steven Stamkos. Yeah, and if you win the cup without him, you can move him. You can. It's proof that he's not a like he doesn't have to be in the lineup for you to no. win the ultimate prize. But look how good that team is without right? him. That's that that is a well put together Steve Eiserman team. Yeah, like you guys, Detroit. They have such a huge future oh, yeah. coming up with him being and, the GM. And also, too, every deal that he's made with the Red Wings, there's always draft picks involved. Right. So he always gets draft picks back. He doesn't lose. No. Right? <laughs> I know. He's good. You know, like. That's why as soon as he came in, I knew that, like, like I knew that it was going to be okay. Like, I knew we'd have a few shitty years. Yeah. But, like I said, in Stevie, we trust just because he's. He's a stud. Now and that that coach you guys got there in Detroit, Blashow, Blashow, <laughs> Blashow, Jeff fucking Blashow, Blashow. Yeah, like so he he sounds just like to uh, be honest Babcock, with you, like, like when he talks. I don't think he's a I don't think he's a bad coach. Like I just think that he came in at the wrong time for right. the Red Wings. They were kind of already. I don't know. Not a lot of general managers keep their I don't guys know. that come in. I don't know, man. You know, they usually clean house and start with who they want. Mm-hmm, but right, the only thing is, though, is this guy came up from the minor league team, right? He was with yep. uh, 
Grand Rapids. They groomed so, him, obviously, yeah, he right? Was, he was groomed for the job. And K- Kenny Holland, he, he's a great general manager. Of course you know he what was. I mean? Like one four cup. He, he he did amazing things in Detroit. Yeah. I just don't know what they're gonna do when it comes to I think he'll stay for the meantime. But I think if they start getting some guys in there and they're still not seeing anything else, then I can see him being gone. But yeah. I would right now there's a lot of good coaches that are free. Yep. Like that's the thing, right? I agree. I agree. Gerard Gallant's just sitting there. I can't believe it. I can't believe he didn't. Did he? Who got the Kraken job? I forget. I don't even know if they've named it, have they? I don't know. I forget. Fuck. I'm horrible with that. Well, we should be way better on our stats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that just kind of popped up right, right. now. Right. No, like, we're just like, shooting like, shit we're, about we're, it, right? we're off our notes and stuff sure. now, right? Yeah. So phones are off. And just, <laughs> just, just talk and Yeah, I don't know. Nonsense. But I just mean, like, I think somebody like that, and he's already played for the Red Wings, too, so he's already kind of been in the organization, so he already knows what's up would be good. But yeah. I, I do, know. too. Blasio, I say you have to give him a chance, even though they kind of have already, but... They've had nobody there. No, you're right. They they don't have nobody. And the guys that they did have, they traded away, right? Well, they got a few guys there still. And like, you had that one fast skater, Athanasiu. Athanasiu. Gone. Gone to Edmonton. Right. And stuff. And then Mike Green went there and played two games and there was another guy, Tahar or Tatar? Tatar. That's it. He's in Montreal and he's doing awesome. But, he was there. Yeah, he was good too. So I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, so what do you think? Should we just go watch football? Yeah, crush some beers. Well, we'll finish watching the end of this game. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So Three everybody, one. you got anything else? Or are you? No, uh, I'm done. You're all good too, yeah. eh? I was crushing mimosas before I came over here. Mimosa, <laughs> apple crantini, <laughs> greeny martini. Oh boy! All right, buddy. So let's go do it. All right, everybody. Until next week. And Rob signing off. See ya. Peace. Yeah, I can get behind it.